Hello and welcome to Outdoor Journal, the podcast edition. Here at Outdoor Journal, we recognize that it's not easy to know how to prepare for a wide variety of outdoor activities. We aim to help you plan for success next time you head out the door to hike, camp, climb, bike, and everything in between. We'll help you answer any question about how you and your family can prepare safely and responsibly recreate in the outdoors and have a great time doing it. Today, I'm joined by two very wonderful guest speakers to talk about their experience with raising kids in the great outdoors. My name is Raven, and with me today are my parents, respectively called mom and dad. Thanks for being with me here today. I wanted to start us off by asking a simple question. What motivated you to start adventuring with your children? Hi, Raven. It's great to be here with you today. Honestly, what motivated us is we already loved to adventure outdoors, and we didn't want to stop. When we had kids, they just had to come along too. Yeah, thanks Raven for having us. But it was one of those things we decided that, you know, yeah, when you started our family, that they would be part of the experience. We wanted to have the kids out in the dirt, in the water, eating rocks, questioning what was in their diaper because it went through their system. It was just the way we raised you. Our first outdoor experience with children occurred when our first son was four months old. We decided to go camping. As parenting outdoor newbies, I made Maya bring along the porta crib in the tent. Learned that that was completely unnecessary. A lot of space, too much space. When we had our second daughter, Raven, we had figured out that a blanket on the bottom of the tent was much better than the porta crib in the corner. We also learned that we didn't need the bouncy seat in the wilderness. The kids are just fine on their own. That sounds great, you guys. So basically what I'm hearing from you is that the most important aspect of bringing your kids into the outdoors is letting your kids have the outdoors to experience all for themselves. Let them, you know, lay on the ground, lay on that blanket, get their feet a little bit dirty and just really enjoy outdoors with their family. It really seems like you guys have a handle on this. That's absolutely correct, Raven. When you said, let the kids get dirty, that's something we really had to figure out as new parents. Right away, Maya figured out what we had to do to take care of letting the kids get dirty. Uh, mostly because we live in the arid desert and there's not always streams nearby or uh, places that we could wash them up. We came up with the idea of the nightly hot towel. So we would boil water on the camp stove and then we dunk this towel into the uh, camp stove and then kind of, you know, burn our fingers as we're wringing it out. And so you get to a nice, you know, ah feeling and then you'd wipe the kids all the way down and then carry them into the tent where mom would be waiting for them and they'd shuffle them into a sleeping bag and I'd bring the next one in. And then we would start our nightly routine of, you know, our nightly prayers, tucking kids in and away we'd go. To this day. I shall have uh, my daughter, I uh, carried her when she was 14 to the tent. So something, some traditions never die. That seems like you guys really created lasting family memories together, really built up some traditions there. Now, do you think you could possibly tell me about a time where things didn't go as planned? And what do you think could have prevented this mishap? Let me tell you, Raven, <laughs> all of our camping mishaps came because we did not check the weather. We had two very unfortunate events. Um, one of them involved it freezing so hard, the four inches of water in the dog bowl froze solid and the crystal in my watch froze solid. Maya, Canton and the dog slept soundly in a nice puddle of people in the bottom of the tent. 
the stupid dog would not slide over. And I froze all night long. Tell her about Crater Lake, Maya. <laughs> uh, Crater Lake. We leave Idaho mid-September and head uh, towards Crater Lake, Oregon. We get there. There's snow on the ground. We were not prepared for snow on the ground. So we did our best and we got everyone tucked in as best we could. And we had a tent heater at the time. So I get that fired up and we do okay during the night. The next morning where the sleeping bag was frozen to the tent, I had two children waking, woke up and they were miserable. An 18 year old, uh, 18 month old daughter that would not sit still enough to buy the fire to stay warm. And uh, my son that was sitting there uh, just crying, just, it was ugly to the point we had to start the car, put him in their car seat and let it idle and keep warm while we try to break down a frozen tent. Moral of the story is check the weather, check the weather. Now, when you only bring one hot dog per person, your option is quickly pick it up, wash it off and eat it anyway. Lesson learned, uh, always an extra hot dog or simply just bring more food than you think you will need. Always bring more food than you think you're gonna need. That sounds like very solid advice. You know, I wrote a blog article recently about how hungry kids are not happy kids. Do you have a story possibly that involves a hot spring and food that you could tell me? Hot spring and food. Oh, I recall a hike to the hot springs. The hiking book said the hike was a mile and a half. Oh, mile and a half. And it was an easy hike through meandering uh, trees and open fields. Uh, interspersed with some, you know, shallow river crossings. We take off about mid-morning. With a four and a six-year-old. No food, no water, no idea where we're really going. Two hours later? Two to three hours later, we found the hot spring that we were searching for uh, and had two very, very hungry children with us. Fortunately, the Lord provided, or previous hikers provided, and we found several unopened granola bars uh, near the hot springs that our kids were very, very happy that we found. Saved our bacon, or lack of bacon. Oh, so I guess that story just really drives home the importance of being prepared. Um, on our blog, Outdoor Journal, uh, there's a wonderful article you can read about 10 essentials that every hiker should have. Um, one of those being food. Now guys, thank you so much for all the stories you've shared. I just have one final question for you. Uh, what is your biggest piece of advice you could give to parents looking to create family memories in the great outdoors? The biggest thing is just start. Uh, when we started uh, hiking with our kids, a quarter mile was a long hike. Um, now we're good, you know, 10, 15, we're okay with that. Uh, gear doesn't have to be top of the line. We can outfit our whole family for cross-country skiing, backpacking, and things like that. And we got all of our uh, equipment secondhand. If you're willing to hunt and look around, you know, you can get out in the great outdoors without costing an arm and a leg. You also need to prioritize getting outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Make the choices. We made the hard decision when our kids were on team sports to play one season a year and one season only. So we could spend time in the backcountry 
uh, doing other outdoor activities besides organized sports. You have to make it a priority and just get yourself out there. That sounds great. That sounds great. So how do you how do you think getting into the great outdoors really, how did it help your children? Did you see a difference in them? You could tell when they didn't get out into the mountains and the wildlife because they became cagey and uptight and not happy. It, we found that the uh, great outdoors was their grounding agent. It's where they would be able to come away with more than we when we took out there. They they would just be at peace. The outdoors nourishes the soul. Wow, that sounds great. I think that really sums up what we've talked about today. Is be prepared, always plan ahead, and the outdoors more than anything it nourishes the soul. So even if you have those mishaps. Even if you don't have enough food or you have the cold weather, it still is an experience that creates those memories. Well, thank you so, so much for being here today with me, mom and dad. And thank you listeners for joining us on this week's episode of Outdoor Journal, the podcast. Um, make sure to tune in next week to learn about some of our favorite low budget winter activities and hear from more of our guests. Thanks for joining